in space, you're either scum or you're in a bag. A body bag. A scum bag. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super! Pow, 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 gun noises. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> host the show. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rosalion. It's so good to have a smaller gun and a bigger gun here in the anime room. And Alex Patak. I'm writing shotgun, a problematic term. <laughs> <laughs> Riff bullets, we only have one of those left. <laughs> Just give it to me. <laughs> and old time friend of the show, returning champion, Branson Reese. Hello. They had a lobster car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. You're Pretty a returning cool. champion if you come on two of these. That's yeah. the rule. <laughs> yep. You won. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Can't wait to discuss anime. Yeah. In this room, specifically built for it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Purpose built for mm-hmm. anime. Uh, what's going on, Branson? Oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm having an okay day. Well, last time you were here, we inquired about your, your introduction to anime. Oh, yeah. So we'd like to, we're trying to step away from that for the follow-up yeah, interview. Yeah, continuing studies. Now, well, you, you work in the comics industry. I remember after you were on the show, you made some Dragon Ball content, and I felt very pandered to. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Well, because I hadn't seen the show in like 20 years right. at that point, and then rewatching it, I'm like, oh, this is. Uh, I can watch this. So, like, watch some more. <laughs> you did? Yeah. How much oh, more yeah. did you watch? Oh, it's not against the rules. I can, I can watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I remember it's like if I was like in high school and I had like watched Dragon Balls, there's something in my brain was like, oh, I'm going to get like bullied or hurt or something mm-hmm. if I do this. I'm like, no, I'm in my 30s. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> See, like a stern Joe Biden type character pulling back his arm to give you a wallop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Old timey bully who died that, before I was born. I that mean, better be a very blurry cast of a football game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 30s and the world's going to hell. Time to put myself in the warm, soothing blanket of anime nostalgia. Oh, ooh, nothing ooh. new, just the same shit. The warm ooh. blanket has a naked booby lady yeah, on it. Yeah, she's got boobies, she's from <laughs> the 90s, and we're blasting beams. No anti-Semitism here. <laughs> oh, I can't lose my oceans in this in this blanket <laughs> can't lose of my youth. <laughs> what, is the, um, what is the expression for the anime that like has a transformation in it, henshin. Henshin. But that it depends. It depends on mm. the genre. You're thinking of hentai. Thinking of hentai. Yeah. No, yeah. And the no, transformation the, is. No, I was gonna do a thoughts. riff about the guy who posted the they live the. Oh uh, God, I saw the this. guy who was like they live is anti-Semitic because they're shapeshifters. Yeah, they're shapeshifters. Like that take like, is just that like is ridiculous. Yeah. And they're shapeshifters like Jews are. They also aren't <laughs> shapeshifters in that movie. I feel like I'm insane. Yeah, That's what aliens. they regular look like. You just can only see it with the glasses. Well, and they're aliens. Yeah, and they're, they're aliens. aliens. They're not reptilian. But also, just 
you know. Anyway, Henshin is anti-Semitic because they transform. That's my hot take. Okay, okay. great. <laughs> Anything what? that transforms. Hey, any- Jeremy, I'm calling from uh, the industry after hearing that hot Henshin riff, and we'd like to give you a job at the at the Making Takes Factory. How's that sound? I would sound? love to work at the Making Takes Factory. We'd love to have you. We've seen your stuff. I love <laughs> cranking the take <laughs> machine. <Friendly> guy. <laughs> wow. A lot you of know, buzz. people say the industry's hard, but it's out. It's actually really, really easy. easy. You just say dumb shit on Twitter, and then they just give you jobs. You just have to earn it, okay? <laughs> like hot kamel. A thing we're going to start talking about now and keep oh, talking good about call. It good for three call. weeks. Did you see hot kamel? Oh, did I ever? <laughs> I feel like that. anything else. I feel like, you know, it, um, in movies where there's a montage of everyone calling each other, and it's like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I feel like Hot Kumail went live and every comedian's like, you gotta see you this. Gotta see the bye bye birdie. Yeah, you're holding up the phone just like, you know, you know that uh, that hot abs man you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. <laughs> Holds like, phone up a, to abs and just rakes it across them. I'm in a cowboy hat doing smoke singles. <laughs> There's like a sea captain like, oh, you know what that means. Hot Kumail. Oh, I, <laughs> Was I, I roll across the room in, with away from the sea captain in a rolly chair and I start doing <laughs> Alright, if you're not on Twitter, here's what you need to know is that famous comedian Kamel Nanjani has a role in some kind of Marvel or DC film and they made him hot. And we need to start talking about that and then keep talking about it. Not just because we banked a lot of jokes about it that won't come out for three weeks, but yeah, just you, in this general. This will make a lot of sense in two weeks when that episode comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's really important <laughs> that we lay the groundwork now that it's funny <laughs> and it's what we're, we're talking, talking about. about for the rest of 2019. <laughs> Everyone is talking about it. Still. Anyway, what's up, Branson? How is oh, no. I mean, I am, I am oh, yeah, so you watched of, more Dragon Ball. Yeah. How much more did you did you watch like a bunch? I watched uh some of the uh whatever like the fucking the like edited down like dub that was on when I was a child. Oh, Dragon Ball Dragon Z Kai. Yes. Yeah. 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 I watched that. Uh and I had a blast. Yeah. I had a I mean it was exactly the time. I was just like it's like sitting in just like a warm bath of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh great, my like Krillin is here. Oh, <laughs> oh, they're powering up. <laughs> well, then I got the what was the like? I really like went for it for a little bit. I got like the fighting game, Fighter Z, Fighter Z, yeah, yeah. Fighter Z, Fighter Z is good. I liked it. It was way too hard for me, but I was like having a blast. But I really liked Krillin when he wins. His like quote is like, "I need to go take care of my wife." Yeah. <laughs> Really good. <laughs> That's also my quote when I win. I don't know if you knew that about me. Yeah, I gotta go take care of my wife. Yeah. My Jeremy and I, we have wives. Wife. <laughs> we both we have separate wives. Yeah, and in that separate way, wives, yeah. We're the Krillins yeah, the of the wife. show. Yeah, it's not the same wife. We split Emily Gordon. We share Kamel Nanjani's wife. <laughs> I, she uh, must be thrilled at this, by the way. Oh yeah. Every yeah. every woman waits That's for like, her husband to be cast in a premium Marvel film. <laughs> the opposite of the the general narrative which is like you get married and get fat i would i it would stress me out if i married someone and then they got super hot because then i would feel like the pressure would be on me to get super hot you gotta at least like do you gotta do the bare minimum you're not gonna have the trainer okay you're not gonna be like captain marvel ready for the screen but like maybe just like i don't know it's like literally marrying vegeta or goku (laughs) yes that's a great point we never discussed that in all of our dragon ball episodes there's incredible fitness pressure on chi chi and bulma and they never cave bulma i mean chi chi starts looking worse and worse as time goes on good for her and good for her living a normal life she doesn't have the saiyan's curse of looking 25 when you're 80 for some reason (laughs) 
a thing they added in later and were like, yeah, that's genetics. It would be so much funnier, though, if they didn't ever address it and you just had to like continue thinking like, oh, yeah, no, like Goku dyes his hair. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's like kind of sad, like how relentlessly Goku dies. They're playing the montage music and it's just him moisturizing. It's peeling a face back. Every morning looking in the mirror and just like pulling his crow's feet. Relatable Goku. Okay. I thought it was Photoshop, the Camille picture. I know we did too. Yeah, we all did. We I mean, all yeah, exactly. Us well, here and us at home, we all did. Anyone so, listening did too. They're lying if you. Yeah, yeah, you're lying if you. If you believed it right away in this age of deception. Mm. So no. what do we think now that Kumail is like a hot, muscly uh, action movie guy? Like, what do you think his next role is going to be like? He's going to be Goku. Calling it now. Kamala's Goku. 2020, baby. <laughs> Cast it. Do the good Dragon Ball film we've been waiting for, starring Kamala, hot Kamala Nanjani. Uh-huh. He can be, he can be, he could be Goku or he could be someone else. But he can't be Vegeta. He's too tall. Who's the Vegeta in that movie? Oh, my God. Kevin Hart. No. Oh, wow. Good answer. What? That is a good answer, isn't yeah. it? All right. Yeah, because he's the right height. Oh, I was and getting he's him. Buff. He's like I was nine. getting him mixed up with Paul And he's Blart. problematic. He's got a you were getting Kevin Hart mixed up with Paul Blart, a man fictional not real, and his real name is Kevin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! It's a fair mix-up to me. It is not. It is. I not thought you were talking about Garfield. <laughs> All right, we'll get off of Kamale for a minute. No, we're not. So, who else is in this movie? <laughs> okay. Uh, so far, we have Kamal as Goku, Kevin Hart as Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. Um, this riff we've definitely done before, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with not doing this. Do anymore. one more. Let's one more, one, one more. more, one more. Come on, baby. Um, um, Frieza is uh, Jason Statham. Huh? Frieza is John Waters. You you suck at this, bro. I'm so <laughs> fucking mad. I think John Waters would be a pretty good... The director? Yeah, he'd be a good Frieza. He doesn't have the build. He's got the like voice and like vibe for it. Put him through the Marvel training... Put him through the Marvel Put John training. Waters through Marvel training. It's the only way. He's doing finger Give beams. John Waters abs. He deserves it. I'm looking up a picture of John Waters it. now. He has no he choice. Wants. He's been cast in a yeah. Marvel movie. I guess that's He's true. been drafted. <laughs> He's not even an actor, is he? Yeah, it's not he about what stuff, you want. Yeah. Yeah, he John acted Wa- in a lot of his own movies in the early oh days. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he like, pops in on shit all the time. Don't, now. You'll kill this man. He's a cultural figure. Yeah, he's like a... If you, He's like a Henry Rollins type. If you okay. do the Marvel now, training to John Jeremy. Waters... But am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're <laughs> He's gonna, kind of a Henry Rollins type. You're going to kill him if you do this to him. Okay. I'm looking at pictures right now. He can't survive. That said, Branson, you're our guest. <laughs> yeah, hey. You. So you watched more Dragon Ball. Yeah, I watched... Did you watch any other anime? Did you get into some other stuff? I didn't watch a lot else. Uh, so I did watch that, uh, like, what was it? Like... Uh, Cyber City Odeo or something. What is it called? I don't remember what it was called, but it was there was this clip going around on Twitter of somebody. It was like somebody was saying like, "Hey, watch out! You don't see any vampires." And then they were like, "This is the greatest vocal read in anime." It's like I'm sure it isn't, but somebody turned. Then the other character like turns around and is like, "Why don't you hop off my dick? You wouldn't know a vampire (laughs) if one jumped out and bit you on the end of your fucking dick." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I gotta watch this. And so I watched actually it. actually the line? Yeah. Okay. It's incre- It's like better than what I said, but... Oh, Get off my dick and onto your own dick, Is dick. it an older one? Yeah, it's from like 88 or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That, I 
can't remember what it's called, but it's notorious for having like one of the most insane dubs of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just like super horny and they just swear a lot and it's like all it's like two people doing every voice. You can tell too. Yeah. And I think they were British too. So it's like British people doing like bad like nice. New York yeah. accents. And they're always like you're, yeah, I can't even describe how insane it is. There's tons of clips of it online. So he's like, I'm a, you're a stupid bitch whore. And then them <laughs> shooting guns. And it sounds like I'm over exaggerating, but they just decided that every other word was going to be a swear. This uh-huh. dome bag's got enough room for one dick and there's two dicks in it. It's from like, <laughs> it's shit like that the whole time. Yeah. It's, it, it feels like the original script wasn't nearly as like profane as that either. I, yeah. I think it and then was, somebody just like went through it and was just like, all right, we need to add a few more here. All right, our only sponsor is Monster Energy Drink, so how do we match that? I want to say like the English title was like Wicked City or some shit like that. I think so. Yeah. Um, I feel like what happened was Ninja Scroll was very popular in the 90s and that was super violent and gory and I feel like someone's like we need to get some of this Ninja Scroll dick and uh, so they just bought Wicked City some infectious we're all talking like that now (laughs) but like they didn't translate it they just guessed what was happening Uh and I think that's what you know this show was also very gory and I really because I watched Outlaw Stars so many times as a child and I didn't really like understand quite what the appeal is when I try to explain it to people and I think it's upon the rewatch that like the writing and story is like for children but everything else about it is just like shooting a man to death and him throwing up yeah. and then having sex on top of him. I feel like Outlaw Star in a lot of ways is what I thought anime was as a kid. Like before you like get out into the world and like kind of, you know, swim into the deep end a bit and kind of get to know more that's out there. Like all the shit that they showed you on Toonami is all just like, it's a cartoon, it's for kids, but get this, there's violence. They're being very violent. They're so violent. More violent than anyone ever needed to and be. And I feel like that's, like that's how I pitched it to myself, even. <laughs> it feels When like, you're in the boardroom with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a 10 year, like when I was 10 and I'd go on like Newgrounds or something and pretend mm-hmm. to be like 25. Yeah. yeah. And be like, yeah, I went home and had sex with my wife. Like, that, <laughs> that kind of like... Like a ten-year-old guessing at like what being in your twenties is gonna like feel oh, like. Yeah, just okay. paid off my mortgage. Damn, feels good to be a botanist. Yeah. <laughs> I love to have a beer. Yes. <laughs> Shot a man to death. <laughs> Tough day at the office today. Had to shoot a man. <laughs> oh. It's hard being twenty. I remember as a kid thinking that being an adult was gonna be all about beer that's oh, all yeah. i thought adulthood was was like me and you i i remember saying to a kid once like when we're adults you think we're gonna like have a beer together <laughs> <laughs> but you know what and you bet you probably did i probably did yeah, yeah you probably did. did have a beer together <laughs> if you're listening you're young it's look we have beers all the time and we think it's so cool we had some two days ago we yeah, were here and we said hey great. pass me that beer friendo <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me that I can't remember what my ideas of being a grown person was. I was like super immature. I didn't stop being sexually attracted to cartoon characters until a little too late. Mm. So I I don't know, man. I don't remember. I imagine you picturing yourself like like a like just really 
busy with like that sort of like do 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 music behind you, just like walking around town, just like doing stuff. No, you know what it was. I think it'd be like a Princess Carolyn, lady about town type. Like I think when I was younger, I just I really thought like I I was a very depressed child, so I think it was just like people not understanding me. Yeah. Man, one day I am going to be wildly misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I think people like just like being people like, wow, she's just like so complicated. <laughs> Nobody gets me. Everyone gets me now. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Was anybody else certain that they were going to be in prison at some point? You know, I probably should be, and I haven't been, so beat that. I didn't ever have any, like, conception of, like, why I would be in prison, but I just always assumed as a child that oh, like, yeah, some yeah, portion yeah. of my life would be spent in prison. <laughs> yeah, the slammer. You're going to get locked up in the slammer. It's in a lot of stuff you see as a kid. It's in like, yeah. a lot of media. Uh-huh. So I don't think that's, like, a crazy conclusion to jump to. Yeah, I think I thought, like... Some amounts of it, like I wouldn't be there for long. Yeah, you'll go for an episode. And I think I thought of it as a, like, yeah, go for an episode. You'll be there just to see what hijinks are going on, and then you'll leave. I was so excited to get to high school and take a like career aptitude test that would fuck up everything. Yeah, because that's like a storyline and everything for kids. Oh fuck! I got genius again. Yeah, I got a blank check. I uh, yeah, I did take a career aptitude test in middle school. Oh, what did school. you say? I told me to be a radio personality. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a stunningly Damn. accurate test. That's wow. Close. Uh, but you don't have to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Good for you. Uh I also like had severe learning disabilities, so the guidance counselor was just like, maybe a state school. <laughs> <laughs> Mine said that I would be an artist and then gave like its expected wage as $20,000. <laughs> oh, God. There's an expected wage on these? Yeah, yeah it was like uh, your expected profession and expected wage, and it literally was like, you'll never make a living wage. You'll, well, you'll starve. Yeah. What <laughs> You're a gonna die. thing to tell a kid. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, but those kids don't understand. You'll just have a wife, and then it's not a problem. And then it's fine. Yeah, and then yeah. it's okay that I make $20,000 Everyone is fine with it. They think it's funny how little money you make. <laughs> <laughs> they all know you're going to figure it out eventually. <laughs> they, they love you so much. <laughs> they think and it's very charming how many jobs you move. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fired again. Oh, is this a prison episode? <laughs> I love being your wife. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, anyways, I never uh, took any of those. I don't know if this is a weird Long Island special really? test. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do think like Long Island is very... Uh, at least my school, since there's so many rich people, I think it was like career motivated. I think like they wanted to shame me for being creative <laughs> very early. Didn't work. It, but it didn't work. And you couldn't keep her down. Yeah. And now we talk about Japanese animation on the radio waves. Yeah, eat a dick, Mr. Mendia, or wherever the fuck my. Whatever your fucking name, name was. History has forgotten you. <laughs> Not me. I'm on the internet. <laughs> Unless there's some kind of solar pulse or something. <laughs> A very real thing that could happen. 
Mm. Um, what else, kids? What else, kids? Well, I'm more curious, and we have not explored this, but we always talk about anime, and we talk about video games, but Branson actually does comics, and I want to know, like, yeah. uh, ha- have you had any... I don't know what my question is. Like, uh, have you run... Are there a lot of, like, anime influences on the comics industry you find yourself running into? Oh, yeah, it yeah. comes up a lot. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's like, especially in comics, it's, like, it's a huge influence on everything, and, mm-hmm. like, everybody, at this point, it's, like, everybody grew up with it, so there's mm-hmm. no, yeah, I mean, I guess every once in a while, somebody will be, like, oh, that, that shit sucks, and then everybody, <laughs> then everyone will, like, quote, tweet him to death, yeah, whoever yeah. said it, I don't, I'm trying to you, think of the last You are the one that. who sucks, actually. It's all that level of discourse. If it sucks, then how come I watched it when I was 12? (laughs) (laughs) Dipshit. Yeah, I was really shocked it took the comic book industry so long to have like a a Gamergate situation just because like when I was in that scene. Because of everyone in it? Yeah, well, when I was in the scene, like there's like uh, just this old guard of dudes that are just so angry that everyone figured out that it's like the most accessible media on the planet and they Mm -hmm. just like never got over it. They're like, my day, you smoke cigarettes and you drew muscle men. I'm like, well, I'm sorry that this is mostly dominated by queer women now. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It's like undeniably better for that now yeah. but there is i i went to comic-con a few years ago for once and i'm never gonna go back but the uh i don't say have to but savage the, it was it was it's not you guys have ever been it's not yeah, yeah. it's not I fun it's, it's not been. pleasant it's i get a press pass every year it's very funny well i love to go. it to me especially <laughs> for so, did you have a table no, I was doing alley. like a reading of my comics. Because right, like my experience is like if you're a creator of kind of like a, you know, if you're not like fucking uh, Hot Camilla making Johnny. Superman's newest movie comic book, like it's really no point at being at Comic-Con because now it's just like a weird corporate ploy, right? Oh, like, yeah. It's just like, you know, you can't just like sell your zines or whatever. You got to be like, I'm a video game. It's, <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I was there was like a little room in the basement that was for something else and they like put me onto the lineup for it last minute and I like read some of my comics and I introduced myself it was the when Marvel and like Northrop Grumman had partnered like a day before. Oh it was that. yeah, I fucking forgot about that. And I introduced, I was like, "Hey, I'm the rep from Northrop Grumman," uh-huh. and nobody laughed. Of I was course like, oh, not. Fuck, because they think that's real, or <laughs> yeah. and, and they respect it most of all. Yeah, like, cool. <laughs> and so then I just like ate shit for twenty minutes as I just like read through comics and nobody cared about. But it was bad. But there was this one aisle of comics guys who were all like minimum seventy five. Who all like had like like deep like Robert Evans vibe? Yes, and that ruled. Even though they were all, I'm sure, like despicable men. Oh, I do like I do like the really old guys who yeah are just yeah. like I wore a flannel shirt and yeah. ate nothing but steaks for 35 years doing inks on Frazetta's Space Ghost. I met Spider Man once. We used to sexually harass women. Right. It's that energy. We're like, they'd just be like, day, the comics panel wouldn't let you draw men getting their dick sucked. <laughs> but I did it anyway. No, it's like, it used to be a hyper masculine industry in like an almost like 50s way. Right. Uh, and then the people who did like Comics Gate, though, are just like the same piss babies that are always piss babying about right. that shit. Well, it, it's, a, it's a convention full of 
diehard fans is the thing, right? So they're not like they're not going to appreciate your your little jokes at a serious partnership between Northrop Grumman, the respectful <laughs> respected corporation, and Marvel, the other respected corporation. This, I just don't think people are that. They're not savvy. really there for that. Um, I feel like making people do funny performances at a convention like that is true cruelty. Well, I mean, this is shady to bring up on a podcast, but Hollywood Handbook put out this thing last year where they were performing live at Comic-Con and doing their whole thing, which is they're giving professional like showbiz advice, but it's terrible, to the crowd of Comic-Con lovers, comic lovers. Oh, yeah. And it's just them eating shit for an hour and them stopping the tape and being like, what do you think went wrong here? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't like any of what we were doing the entire time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you got to experience that firsthand, and I'm very jealous. It was, I mean, it was mostly, it was just like performing to silence, and then nobody was like being rude or anything, except one guy afterwards came up and told me I needed to learn how to draw perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Which was like, he's right. I do need to learn how to do it. But. Yeah, but that's not even Swan like your boy, style. Yeah. Well, yeah. He didn't. Like you draw a cartoon, like cartoony, exactly. cartoony, like yeah. funny animals, which I like. When are you going to get fucking real? Uh, not, not two years ago at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> <God, no. laughs> Damn it. Damn. Um. All right. Should we uh, get into the episode? If we must. Howdy, 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 chalal, everybody. It's me, Cowboy Goku. I was just taking a sit with my good friend, Native American Krillin. We were discussing the Balled Out Super Podcast, and now for just $5 a month, for just $5 a month on Patreon.com, you can support that podcast, and you can get that whole extra episode every week. Well, I'm not shooting a beam at Piccolo, and I'm voting on which animes they're going to watch next week on this podcast for just $7 a month, also on Patreon.com, and these are just a few of the fine activities I do enjoy as Cowboy Goku. What's something a cowboy says? Giddy up, flying Nimbus. This week we decided to do, well, the fans voted for Outlaw Star. So it is Outlaw Star Episode 1, title Outlaw World. Now, you're familiar with the star of Outlaws, but a whole world? Mm. <laughs> the world is me. an outlaw. Set to anime. I'm Gene Stallman. <laughs> I have a boy who's a slave. Okay. <laughs> Naked lady in a tube. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's a spaceship. Ooh, ooh, ah. It's gone way farther than it needed to go. All I can say is I feel like a god in a cave. Okay. So we open. <laughs> Gene. Our f- our hero, Gene, what's his last name? Starwind. Starwind. Gene Starwind. Say it right. He's in space in a ship. Shoot dead ahead. There's a spaceship fight. And he says over the spaceship fight, he always wanted to be here. The place is space. <laughs> <laughs> also, the the first line or whatever is, is uh, the kid is like, it's dead ahead. And then Gene says something like, it wouldn't be fun otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> As I pointed out while we were watching it. I love when it's easy. In space, things are rarely dead ahead. So it is a fortunate circumstance. in some ways, aren't they always dead ahead? No, they're almost... Oh, I guess in a way, all angles are dead ahead. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's nothing in the way. Do a barrel roll. It, it's like weird though because the opening sequence of this is not chronologically like part of the show. It's just a right. snapshot for three seconds of like crazy space stuff. So you pay attention and yeah, exactly. watch the They're rest. Like this is mostly what the show's going to be, Which, but just to like make sure that you're like here with structurally. Us. It would make sense for this episode to end with them in space. Mm-hmm. No, no. No, uh, not spoiler, they don't. There's uh, too much action. They couldn't fit it in. What? I, oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Go. I was confused also with, like, during that space fight, like, who was winning? Because it was, like, this, the heroes and then space pirates. I'll and tell the whole- you who's winning. is Gene Starwind. He's done it again. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole time. I was, like. the audience. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was having a blast. But the fucking space pirates, I was, like, the space pirates have got it. And then one of them screamed and exploded. And I was, like, oh, I've been. I thought the opposite ships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had this all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> then the opening happens. And I got to tell you, I forgot how good this theme is and how it's a classic fucking anime opening with all that dumb shit with like fake photographs and like still frames and a guy running around in the night I'm like oh I'm eating this with a spoon it's (laughs) like in an 80s electro rock jam of it starts with a and then you're like I'm fucking here for this Yes. The whole show, and uh, we we did communicate this, but they're having the fight in the spaceships. But something you have to understand is when the spaceships fight in Outlaw Star, they have arms. They have little arms. They have like little, not like fancy Gundam arms, just like little twiggy robo <laughs> really arms, arms that come out and grab the other spaceship and like slap it around. And you watch it, and you're like, get it, shoot it with your gun. <laughs> this is why you loved that show so much because it was a lot yeah. of grappling. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's the ground game of space. <laughs> It's the Anderson Silva of spaceships. We uh, now the show is starting for real, and we open up on Gene uh, watching a rocket take off, and he is so horny for space. Right. He loves it. He just says space. <laughs> he says space. It's a long ship, a, a long shot of a ship taking off, so you know it's in Florida. And uh, it's him, and he's wearing a long cape that goes all the way to the ground. He has shoulder pads that jut out, and then like an a body, an Under Armour bodysuit, and that's his normal getup. Yeah, like he's never been to space at this point, which begs to ask, why is he dressed like a fucking <laughs> spaceman? <laughs> He's like a future matador. Yeah, it's the future. Everyone's a spaceman. <laughs> he brings the idea of space to the ground. That's how much he loves space. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's like one of those, um, oh, like a, uh, like a rockabilly there. guy. <laughs> he's like a rockabilly guy, but for space. Space-ability. He's a space ability. <laughs> he's someone who like, didn't live in the era that he wants to have lived in, but he like cosplays it every day anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meanwhile... There's a spaceship that's kind of shaped like a bunch of bubbles. Inside this ship is a group of bad guys. They stand in a line in the dark, half-lighting. You know they're bad. We must never let her escape. Oh, no. They're up to no good. Everybody sound off. I'm in ship one. I'm in ship two. I'm ship three. Hey, I'm in ship three. Ship three launching, doing lots of ship stuff. We're ready to fight. Hot uh, ice. My thrusters are hot. Hilda. Remember the name, Hot Ice Hilda. <laughs> Say it again, Hot Ice Hilda. Yeah, I see Hilda's in my sights. I'm doing thrusters. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing thrusters. <gasps> yep, oh, great. using my ship arms. Oh, yep. wait. Here we go. Then there's a space fight. Uh, there are lasers. There are several space rockets. 
There are ships exploding. There's a turret gun with multiple little rockets. And then the space hooks happen. And they, the, the little space hooks hook onto the space Just ship. Just when you thought they were safe. We're little space hooks. And then she's like, damn, space hooks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just like that. This it's is, like wailing. It's like, I feel like I'm it's watching like a it scene again. Out of like Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, space hooks. She, uh, Hilda says. To stay here is death. To go is death. I'm like, ooh, deep. Ooh, I thought nice. she self-destructed here, but I guess not. No, she did her daring escape. She escaped. Damn you, Hilda, says the dark men in bad place. Around every other line of dialogue, just someone going, shit. <laughs> uh, until you get Gene, who just calls people a scumbag a lot. It's a cool thing to say, scumbag. The name, Scumbag. if this is so obvious, I'm so sorry if this is like beneath even commenting on, but hot ice, Hilda, like hot ice is just normal it's, water, it's water, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a contradiction in that way, isn't it? Well, they're originally going to call think. her room temp tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just doesn't Hilda. It, but uh, they got messed up in the translation. Oh, of course. It's she a little icy hot Hilda. It was a product placement. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you guys ever watch anime on Netflix that's dubbed, but then you put the subtitles on because you uh, have ADD, mm-hmm. and the subtitles say different things than the words out their mouth. Yes, it's because the subtitles are a literal translation, while the dub is more of a, a, a like feelings based translation. So. We're getting a literal translation of, of Tap Water Susan. <laughs> tap Water Susan. Uh, Susan, damn you. <laughs> she does wear an eye patch, which uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, very <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming functional eye under that. You have to. There always is. Meanwhile, a shitty ass planet. We know it's shitty because we see it from space and we're like, this planet looks like shit. It looks like poop. (laughs) And then there's like... They do some quick stats for the planet too. They're like, population 1.5 mil, terraforming level 4. They rolled terrible on that. Yeah. Yeah. Dense, dense city. Sitting there with one, I imagine 1.5 million people in it. I would say 1.5 million. Nobody on the rest of the planet has to be. It seems like 1.5 million people, like most of the buildings in that city would be empty too. Right. For how dense it is, how big like the strip club is. Nice. Huge strip club. That must be servicing all 1.5 million. We need to go. The only one in town. (laughs) Guys, New York's over. It's time to start a new art scene in a shitty planet. (laughs) As most of the buildings are actually owned by the Saudi royal family, and no one lives oh, yeah, there most of the year. Yeah. Mm. If you squat on shitty planet, it becomes your own building. <laughs> they can't kick us all out of shitty planet. <laughs> There's only 20 cops. <laughs> what are they going to do, shoot me with a really big gun? Spoiler, yes. Everyone yes, is shooting gun. everyone all the time. Uh, big, big guns. <laughs> There's a bar. A bartender with a mustache is uh, cleaning glasses when a real real swarthy fella comes in and he says, hey, I'm looking for a guy named Gene. Meanwhile, a child is playing poker in the corner. Wonder who that is. (laughs) He he keeps asking the guy, I need Gene. I hear he hangs out here. Oh, my God. Gene's playing poker with a child. And he says, I gotta fold him. I have a guest to fight. 
cool. This is the exact cool kind of line that's like when Branson brought up is like what you think a 22 year old would yeah. say. Yeah. Like when I was a child, I'd be like, ooh, I can't wait to be in a situation. I d- you know what? This I do remember about being a kid. I had so many fantasies about fighting people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like oh, yeah. kicking people's asses. Well, you never know when you'll have to do it. Yeah. When they I come had, to Chad's bar. I had a fantasy about like beating the shit out of a group of men and then another guy thinking that was like really cool and then being my boyfriend. <laughs> it hasn't been proven not to work, you know? Um, also, can we talk about what Gene and was it Jim? Yeah. What they look like? Because I feel like Gene looks like uh, like a really like edgy sort of anime protagonist but then Jim looks like he's in a completely different show, he looks like he's like the protagonist of a card-based anime. Right, he could yeah. be the star of a different he, show, like a Beyblades type of thing. Maybe. He's like, yeah. He also kind of looks like if you ever watched Seven Deadly Sins, he looks like the main like short blonde guy in that. It's mm-hmm. like real like. But his eyebrows and sideburns, he looks like he's like two seconds into a werewolf transformation. Right. <laughs> Puberty can be like that. Yeah, he I does. guess that's true, yeah. Because yeah. he's like 11 or something. Yeah. He's at half of uh, uh, Gene's height, and he spends the whole time being like, I don't like girls yet. I like gear. Yeah, that is true that he does have like a Yu-Gi-Oh vibe. Yeah. Uh, It'd be funny to- if they gave him that Yu-Gi voice, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Aha, Gene's got kind of a gear. wiener voice, and he's just like, no, don't fight him. <laughs> I will say, it was a really like bold choice that, so our hero, Gene, really buff, lanky, tough-looking dude. Covered in scars. They gave him a weenie voice. Weenie voice. Serious They're weenie like, voice. you know what? People come their pants too hard with Spike Spiegel. <laughs> yeah. We need to make sure everyone's... Crotches are bone dry yeah, we while watching this guy. Because <laughs> he's you know, too hot. <laughs> this one's for the fellas. We want no wet ladies yeah, watching this. It's it's as if like the voice actor had never seen a drawing of him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought he was reading for Jim. What, no, he, no, I, that he would be a good read for just like Gene Starwind. Well, that sure sounds like a dork. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of lines. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> This must be like the whole season. I'm here to I'm here to read for Garfield's dad. Okay, this is pretty aggressive dialogue. I'll see what I can do. So the hey, t- you want to fight, Buster? Tough guy goes runt like you took out Butch, and Gene's like, yes, and then he shoots the shit out of him, and we're like, whoa, that was violent and cool. Yeah. But our boy Jim whips out his boy computer, and he's like. He's not done. He's a sea level thing. And then <laughs> you gotta ro- do something else. And robot tentacle shoots out his blasted off arm. And he's like, "I'm more than a man. I'm a robot tentacle man. We're in space, and this shit's wild." Did you Did you hear the part where he gave himself his own nickname too? He's no. like, "I'm not Jeff. I'm Death Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> That was part of it. Where they somebody were, has no friends. <laughs> I thought of a good one. I'm, I'm death me. I know it's a weird time. It just came to me now. <laughs> death Jeff. 
Well, and then Gene shoots him in the forehead and yeah. he spits up blood, which yeah. a cyborg should not be like programmed to do. No, uh, they only do it because of how cool it is and that it kicks ass. Yeah. It's, it's a design feature, yeah. Yeah, and then they uh, they kick his ass real good and then Gene's like, hey, barkeep, how much is the bounty on this guy? And he's like, a whole lot, but you fucked up my entire bar. Yeah. <laughs> so please give me some of the money. He's like, okay. And then the waitress is like, oh, Gene, you make me so horny with your killing and he's like and he grabs her butt and uh jim's like oh i touch your butt that's rude yeah. oh, go back to like, killing get out of here Opie, you fucking dork <laughs> get lost it is it, the first scene we we're introduced to this character his whole thing is he's murdered a man and it makes him horny <laughs> that's all you know about him i mean i, I get know. it i get it it is yeah. the search for death that brings true passion to life. <laughs> it's a lot of adrenaline. What, what's the currency name again? Did you write it down? Wongs. 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 Mm-hmm. But they, they can't decide within 4, the show. 4,000 Wongs. Well, they can't decide whether it's Wong or Wongs. Yeah. Like one time they say 5,000 Wong, and then once they're like, 200 Wongs? How many Wongs is that? <laughs> it's a lot of Wongs. Man. 5,000 Wongs don't make a white. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah, Katie. More <laughs> 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 Wongs, I see. Wong booms, I got. Jesus. I'm going to pee my pants. My brain's broken. There's a crowd outside, and a mysterious blonde woman looks on. Wonder what that's about. Don't think about it. Okay, they're walking on the bridge. Hey, Gene, uh, what do you want to spend all this bounty money on? We all could these go. Wongs. We could play games or go to the casino. And he's like, "Oh, little boy, I want to fuck." <laughs> Gene's got to get his murder nut now. You're too little to watch. He's looking at space, and he's like, "Space makes me horny." We're go- I'm going to adult only town. I don't know how old you are. Are you 10? Are you f- 18? It does make a difference. <laughs> uh, he does offer. Way, Gene's going to go break off a piece of his dick. Gene, do- he- <laughs> Gene does have a line to Jim that's like, if you want to come, I'll make you a man tonight. It's like, what age is Jim? What age is Jim? Why does he work for you? <laughs> And then we get a great scene of him banging out a prostitute. Yes. Well, uh, uh, can't express enough how explicitly this is. But like, it's not. Well, well. We're okay. Not, first, like inferring anything. Yeah. Here. First, there's. Uh, they're like, oh, they notice a spaceship in the sky, and then we cut. The oh, space yeah. pirates have landed, and we learn that besides two creepy old men, there's also like a tiny, like uh, Kabuki doll looking chick. Yeah. Uh, and I they, liked her. Yeah, she was cool. And they are the pirates, and they greet their horde of rubber uh, Jabberwocky ninjas. Right. They yep. have ninjas that are like. Something went wrong with these. Yeah, they're real like putty. They did not leave them in the oven long enough. The character designer for this shit must have been like terrified of like just like lanky guys with bad posture because <laughs> yeah. every villain was like sort of the same variation like of like, like does that weird feel... expressionless faces. Yeah. Slenderman. Does that feel offensive to you? <laughs> oh yeah, I was personally hurt by that. <laughs> I do not look like that. I'm safe. I'm not a bad ninja. I can feel myself sitting up straighter watching. <laughs> funny. Be one of the lanky guys with good posture like the good guys. Then we go <laughs> to the big brothel. It's a multi-floor brothel and then we have a shot 
shot of a silhouette of a lady taking a shower. She's naked. Ooh, our boy Gene also naked, which is important because you can see how those scars go all the way down, baby. Yeah, he's 19 and someone Uh, tried to stab his dick off. So, (laughs) I watched this show a lot too when I was a kid. Not as much as Alex, but I remember it always be on. And there's a lot of like half-naked people in this show and I do appreciate that Gene is just as naked in this show yeah, as the other true. people are naked. Yeah. And I... Uh, We're I f- all nodding. Maybe I didn't f- make this up. I feel like you can confirm this, Alex, but there is a scene where like a naked Jean hugs the naked spaceship lady, right? And oh, when they're yeah, both constantly. naked. I That did things to my prepubescent right. brain. And I'm <laughs> like, I need to find my man that looks like a tiger. <laughs> 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 I find myself to be a spaceship lady, and so I know my destiny now. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> One, I could drive then. Two, <laughs> I have a boyfriend with a gun. <laughs> he has so many guns. And scars and unnecessary muscles. <laughs> he has at least four guns in this one episode. Uh, okay, so anyway, he's naked as shit. And he sits on the bed, like, brooding. And the naked lady comes out, and she's, Jeremy pointed out, weirdly a Jewish prostitute, because she's like, what you thinking about? (laughs) You're thinking about space, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, my God. You're thinking about space? You're going to go treasure hunting? Oh, be a nice space doctor. You're thinking about Santa and how it got all its rings. <laughs> and he's like, nah, babe, I just never been, okay? <laughs> and then she's like, well, tick-tock, the clock's ticking, and then they fuck. Yeah, they fuck. <laughs> they fuck you're in thinking about Jupiter and whether or not if you go there, you really get stupider. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's like... <laughs> Uh, he says, I need my own ship, which I guess becomes a plot point later. And yeah, they lean in and start making out. It's like Jeremy said, not no subtlety, which yeah. once again is something I appreciate about it's this crazy. show. Yeah. But it's crazy that this was like an early Toonami show. Is three yeah. This was one of the first ones it they had. It wasn't on Adult Swim. It was on straight up daytime Toonami. Did yeah. they show on Toonami? Because I didn't watch Toonami. Did they show like the towel just like going up her butt? On Toonami. Was this edited at all? No, no, no. This they, was the edited one. They yeah. painted, oh, wow. uh, they paint, like, a bikini onto the naked women. I remember that. Mm. Um, but otherwise, I don't remember whether or not, like, this plot point is still in there. Like, if the opening episode of this on a children's daytime block of television really was a dude going to get a prostitute. <laughs> well, he found himself with some money, so he had to. Yeah. How else would he spend it? How adults spend money at beers and prostitute store. The next day, Jean's in bed and uh, Jim's making pancakes, as you do when you're trying to wake up someone who's hungover. And he's like, "What?" He's like, "I didn't get back till five in the morning." And he's like, "We got a job. We fix things. We gotta fix a tractor." And he's like, "For only a hundred long, fuck yourself." <laughs> Hey, we're the fuck out of here. Oh. Gene Starwin, someone tried to stab my nipple. <laughs> also, very important, they own a shop, like in Devil May Cry, that's just like, Starwind and Hawk, boy adventurers. And you come in and you pay them money to do dangerous deeds. Well, they like they express it on their phone call as, like, we fix anything from, like, broken cars to broken relationships. And you're like, which one of you guys is doing like the relationship advising? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. trust either of you. Jim has an LCSW. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I don't think they ever tell you what Jim's deal is either. I, I don't remember that. He's the eye of the show. They're just like, I don't know. It's a dog. It's smart. What the <laughs> fuck do you want? Or whatever. Is it important how we got it? We just have one. It's fun. You're <laughs> liking it. Who cares? He's 11. He does whatever we say. Don't Name ask Name your questions. dog, Jim. You're uh, going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um... They eat breakfast, and Jim explains that the ship that landed last night, he heard a rumor that they were pirates, and they're like, pretty neat. (laughs) And then they get a phone call, and that's when he does his little pickup, and it's a lady named Rachel who needs some special parts and a bodyguard. Rachel, sweet. Yeah, she's got blonde. Rachel, real name. Real name Rachel, a real nice Jewish girl's name with blonde hair. Uh, They start doing research, and Jim's like, she wants some crazy shit. She's paying, but it makes me wonder what she's doing. And Jean's like, well, I'm. they don't call me thinking with a dick Starwin for nothing. They don't. They don't call him that. They call him that. She's a babe and a half. Cha-ching. That's Cha-ching. the sound my dick makes. <laughs> so he decides he has to investigate further. So he takes her to the one bar in town to ask her what's up in front of his girlfriend, who is jealous as shit. <laughs> She works at the bar. I feel bad for her. She doesn't really have his heart. Freedom for Iris. Yeah. She, where's her show? Iris, I believe, never comes back after this episode. I <laughs> believe it. They uh, go there ahead was, and leave her on trash planet. There's like <laughs> 10 different women in that opening scene, and, uh, in the opening credits, and not one of them was Iris. Nope. <laughs> justice for Iris. Yeah. She, can't, she has no murder skills. There's no place for her. You can't just spend your time with a woman... Put it, using her for your emotional uh, funnel, and then as soon as someone else comes along from, say, California, move in with them and stop talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. When well, she had to work at Chad Bar, though, because the bartender was only ever cleaning one cup. <laughs> <laughs> so the, every other job was like needed to get done. Yeah, That's she is true. A back Maybe she owns and, it. Yeah, yeah, she's the owner of Chad Bar. I think she's probably Chad's daughter, maybe. Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> Is that new in Chad lore? That Stacy yeah. is Chad's Stacey's daughter. Are, well, Stacy's are Chad's Chad have ladies. daughters. Chads have daughters, and they can, then they yeah. grow up and they know. eat the Chad. Um, either way, justice for Iris. Justice uh, for Iris. Join the Iris Republican Army. Uh, nice. So <laughs> he's like, "What do you need a bodyguard for?" And Rachel's like, "I am here for a job for my dad, fixing farm equipment." And I didn't realize this place was so dangerous. Uh, for newbies, and he's like, okay, and then he's like, 800 a day plus Benny's, and she's like, yes, and he's like, fuck, should ask for more. Right, well, he just accepts it, which is how you know you've been ripped off in a deal. Yeah. Could have got more. Kids listening at home who who are still on board after we told you that beer is very cool, here's another little life lesson <laughs> yeah. from the ballers. If somebody immediately accepts an offer, that means it was too low. Yeah. And if so, if you go in to meet someone in a handshake, pull them right next to you. That way, they know you're in charge. <laughs> Always shake hands with your the back of your hand facing upward to exert dominance. Right, make them kneel. Make them kneel to the king. <laughs> they should kiss your hand. <laughs> if you can do it, make them kiss a ring. <laughs> so they go outside to wait for his child to pick him up, but uh oh, they're attacked by cyber ninjas. Oh fuck! Yep. 
Bitch. And Gene is uh, fine with it. He's yeah. so happy about it. He's actually. like, ah, yeah. oh, shit, cyber ninjas. Good thing I have my cyber ninja gun. Blammo. The actual writing was, this was his line. He said, these cyber ninjas, they must not know my name is Gene Starwind. And then he shoots them Hi with guys. his gun. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Emmy-nominated show, Outlaw Star. <laughs> he shoots him with a gun a bunch. And then Jim shows up driving a lobster car. <laughs> Cannot stress this enough. A car that is shaped like a lobster. Shaped like a lobster, yeah. though the wheels are the claws. <laughs> they all climb in and don't mention once that it is a lobster car. But the lobster car stalls out, and we have a comical beat where they have to fix the lobster car. Yeah. Well, Jim also couldn't be less interested in the ninjas. That too, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, what happened? He's like, ninjas attacked me. He's like, all right, well, uh-huh, all what right. do you want? <laughs> what do you fucking bite my head off? Why don't you? <laughs> I wasn't really asking. <laughs> he's got to get out to fix the lobster car, so he has to get out like a giant cracker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta, Low on butter. Pouring butter in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> got to change the oil. <laughs> pouring butter in. But a real, a real uh, note from the room. How did you love that the car breaks down? Just a funny, natural thing there. Yeah. Just a real quick thing. What a great show. Um, (laughs) I love when my episode comes in 14 seconds short, so we have to pad with cars breaking down. (laughs) Uh, Jim pontificates out loud that the ninjas looked like they belonged to pirate the pirate guild and he's like there's no way they want anything to do with this random blonde lady Rachel. She's clearly nice because she is blonde. They turn the corner Rut row pirates. <laughs> then yeah. JK, it's not Rachel, it's Hilda, and she rips off her hair and face, and she is a bad lady with dark hair. Yeah, instead mm. of a blonde lady who's you think good because she's blonde. She's she, her name's Rachel. Yeah, I think it rules yeah. to pull your face off and reveal an eye patch under. <laughs> <laughs> A functioning eye. <laughs> also, the face she ripped off looks just like the other face. Yeah. Very minor differences. There's only the, the like long hair is a different color, and that was it. She yeah. says, close your eyes. She throws a bomb, and then the big, tall, skinny pirate with Frankenstein bolts starts doing a jitsu, yeah. and it's... It's crazy, you guys. Yeah, they have so many ninjas and pirates, and they're bad together. It's a serious moment. Do you remember, like, in the... Probably, like mid to like late 2000s like around like the 2008 2009 time like the pirate ninja was like the epic bacon guy thing oh yeah. boy yes. yeah god well, how did the show not like pop off at that point it's all pirate ninjas it really did with just me <laughs> does that count <laughs> you're at home just like watching and just like epic pirate ninja <laughs> well like, it's because epic play for me sirs I think epic... take my upvote good sir Epic pirate ninja people are very literal, uh-huh. yeah. so they need like literal. It can't be ninjas. an interpretation. Of yeah, they, the the guys actually have to come down and be like, "We're the pirate ninjas." <laughs> yeah, this guild shit. They can't handle that. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> I unionized? Hate... No, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate pirate people, man. Yeah. Um, so the Frankenstein whack. pirate uh, we learn can do magic and turns three of the ninjas into a sh- hoverboard. Yes, like killing a... them. Right, they seem to yeah. stop. They stop breathing and they become a um, Green Goblin style hoverboard that he rides on and does magic bolts with a giant buster sword. So this fight was interesting to me because they would shoot a gun at him it would have no effect and they would cheer like we got him. They'd do it again it would also have no effect and then they'd be bummed out and like it's kept not hitting him it seemed like and their reaction. Well he was blocking the bullets with his giant 
berserk sword. Yeah, yeah. his giant poultry cleaver. <laughs> but their reactions each time were just like all across the board for like a human reaction that you can <laughs> yeah. have. When you're in that situation, you don't know how you're going to react. It's the way people like laugh at funerals. Or yeah, you don't yeah, know what yeah, it brings yeah. up. Yeah, I just love that every single one of them was followed up by like, all right, well, get the next big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were like bored with the conventions of anime. They shoot a rocket launcher at him. Yes. Get the next biggest. Guy. So Hilda reveals that she's also a pirate and she's after the same treasure. And that's why she's like, he's like, is there anything about you that's true? And she's like, well, my name isn't Rachel and that's not my face or hair, but I do need a bodyguard because I'm a pirate, bitch. <laughs> they go through all the guns. They're not working. And then they're like, what about number three? And it's like, we only got one bullet left. What about number three? You know, check it off. (laughs) (laughs) Real mature, Jeremy. Yeah, number three is a special magic bullet that they get for their special magic gun. Yeah, it's a You joke like that in front of me? I'm a guest on your show. (laughs) God, this is embarrassing. You should be ashamed. Brandon, I'm so sorry. I'm mad. I'm so sorry. You come to Queens. Brandon, Brandon don't leave. No, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm still on mic. I'm left, though. Just, yeah, like, you're like in your car driving home with the mic still. Brandon hopped out the window into his lobster hover car. Can't oh, I broke down. can't believe he talked to me that way. <laughs> um, well... They uh, fight them a lot, and the big gun blast blasts the shit out of them. Well, he shoots and, the magic bullet, and yeah. it does a Kamehameha wave. Yeah, it's yeah. a giant beam bazooka. And then the other pirates are like, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's this, this was so strange to me. This more than anything else this episode. So he shoots the magic bullet, and it vaporizes the guy like a Dragon Ball, where he's like, whoa, whoa. And so we see he dies. And then the show still stops to go a mile away to his friends. Even though we've just seen him die, to his friends being like, well, he died. And then cuts. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else from them. Yeah. Why did we need to see that? Um, so they get to a big barn. And Hilda's like, here's the treasure. And then she shoots Gene point Gene, yeah. blank. Uh, yeah, that ruled. And it would have ruled, but they, it's a very fast turnaround where she's like, all right, Jim, you're my little bitch now. Go get the suitcase in there. And he grabs it. And then Gene's like, JK, not dead. Yeah. No explanation. You shot my palm pilot. (laughs) What had they like set up what that thing was? No, I don't think so. (laughs) That scene was cut for the explicit fuck scene. Oh yeah. (laughs) That scene was cut for the car breaking down. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the like little Game Boy that gets shot in his ribs. Because she doesn't like you do like a handshake on a dork where you're like, hey, uh, put it here too slow except instead of too slow she shoots him in the ribs yeah <laughs> yeah and then he has his gun at her and he's like all right give me the code and she's like no and he's like come on she's like no and then finally she's like fine and they open up the pelican case and it's a naked lady imagine you open up a suitcase and it's a freaking lady oh, what fuck. would you do it's a lady what in, would you do it's a lady in the box which uh, I remember later in the series, she is the spaceship, right? They put her in the spaceship and she flies the spaceship. Which, She's like a computer lady. I wish we got to that part, but nope. nope. Smash cut. Lobster it's, cars. It's the, <laughs> the credits of the show, which uh, I have a very vivid memory because I remember liking it as a kid because it was like this like new age like medieval song showing 
sensitive like graphite drawings of anime babes and fantasy creatures which by the way has nothing to do with the entire show right I not were, the babes that are in the show I it's were, like they deviant they did like a deviant art search for like fantasy anime and that just they just put that in right. I bring it up because I remember there was one of the pictures as a girl sitting next to a giant fox with a unicorn horn and I remember like watching this entire show when I was 12 like waiting for that fox to show up <laughs> it never shows up I wanted it I love a bestiary every man. episode t- tuning in just like alright Katie this is the day yeah. we're gonna see the foxicorn also not gonna lie hoping to see more horny naked people yeah. hugging like I'm feeling ways about stuff and oftentimes they deliver <laughs> Well, and that's the show. Show, yeah, Asuve. It's the what they say on Sailor Moon behind the paywall. All right, so Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Yeah, sorry everybody. This gets a full seven Dragon Balls. This was like my favorite show of all time. I've seen it like three times. I love it. Outlaw Star, space. It's all about space. Space. It's better than trains. Buy the toys. All right, Katie. I did fully enjoy this. I am only giving it six, not to just be petulant, but you know, I really wish we got to the spaceship part yeah, of stuff, and, that's true. and I that honestly pissed me off. But I love a moody protagonist on a half-lit prostitute bed, <laughs> and I love big guns and little guns and a sexy, vaguely lesbian space pirate with an eye patch. Yes, yeah. please, Branson. I think I'm going to give it a full seven. Dragon Balls. Cause, Branson, thank you. Yeah, well, it's also when you turned it off and then I could see on the screen that that was the pilot, I was like, huge respect to this show. Uh-huh. I, I thought that was like the 100th episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just that th- there seemed to be no holding your hand as an audience member for like world building or anything. Yeah. I, I respected that. The only hand you get to hold is the hand of a spaceship. <laughs> they got tiny little hands. have hands. They have little grabbers. They're going to grab you. All right. I'm also giving it seven out of seven. That was very fun. I really enjoyed that. Big guns, everybody. Very. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, and every scene transition was a gun shooting you, the audience member. That's also very fun. That rule. The first time that happened, it literally startled me. And then you're like, oh, I'm just used to the sound now. Yeah. This must be what it's like in war. Boom. <laughs> Thank you, Brit. Well, all right. Since uh, we we've gathered so many Dragon Balls, arise, Shenron, or whatever. It's me, Epic Shenron, sir. Who has an upvote? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll. I'll Hey, Shenron, take my upvote. <laughs> oh, thank you. Run it gold. <laughs> Good sir, if I had the money, <laughs> I'd give you Reddit gold. But for now, take my upvote. Run it silver, well, I appreciate the gift. <laughs> Did anybody else have some great OPs? So, Branson, I don't remember if this happened the last time you were on the show. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. what this is. <laughs> we summoned the Eternal Dragon uh, Reddit Shenron, and you get to make uh, three whole wishes that he'll uh, grant. Wish number one, Lobster Carl. Gunshot! You got one! Uh, wish number two, every time I move to a new location, I want a gun to shoot the audience. They're already fucking dead! <laughs> and uh, wish number three, I want to... 
if I ever get an eye patch, I want a functioning eye behind it. An explicit scene of the dragon having sex. <laughs> Damn, this is a sexy, edgy kind of Shenron, and I love it. Yeah. Tally ho! Yeah, it's weird how it changed <laughs> midway through, but whatever. <laughs> Bye, Shenron! Bye, Shenron! All right. All right, fantastic. Good work, everybody. Um, plug a plug a choo choo. Plug a choo choo, Branson. Plug a plug a choo choo. Hey, folks. Uh, you know, check out my comics. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Branson of God. All my comics are up there. In uh, my other podcast, uh, which is not a rival to this, is completely different. Wow. Uh, really? What? That's, oh, it's not Jeremy. I would never. It's different audience. It's a uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Root Tales of Magic. Check it out. You can't Check be a rival out. if you're not on the same level, Jeremy. <laughs> no, we're friends. I meant yeah. it non non combatively. <laughs> this like, is the show where we make you do plugs, and they're like, "Oh, plug your show. Yeah. You're better than us." I'm uh, I'm on Root Tales of Magic SoundCloud, and it says here that if you listen to Ball It Out Super, you're dead ass bitch <laughs> yeah no we stand by that <laughs> oh you got your own podcast how about a push up contest right now Jack <laughs> alright Katie what do you got you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose uh yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> Alex follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes um other podcasts Poddam America um, I have a show every Sunday at Cherry Tree Bar. Bad news, it's a comedy show at 7 every Sunday, except December 22nd. Don't come that weekend. That is the one time you shouldn't come, and then every other time you should come. Stand-up comedy. It's fun. Tyler, the creator, was there yesterday. It was weird. All right. And uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder, and check out my other podcast, Generation Loss. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super. Compile!